The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two and a red flag. SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dan Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is Friday, folks. We made it. We made it. We made it. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live from the Low T Center studio. Ben, good morning, sir. Good morning. And happy opening day, opening weekend, you filthy meat stick. Oh, Lee, I, I, I can't, I can't wait to, uh, when Tennessee play Arkansas? They don't. Of course they don't. SEC tournament. Possible. Of course they, of course we don't play those guys in the, in the regular season. Of course. Dave Van Horn tripping yesterday. Why are you so, why are you so mad? Because he's old. He's old and grumpy. It's the first, like it's not even the first game yet. He's already got Tony Vitello on his mind already. Rent free, baby. My goodness. My goodness. I was like, wait, did, did something happen? Did Tony say something? What is going on? Nope. Still just butthurt from what took place last year when the two teams got into it. I mean, he talked like he wants some hands. I I I think uh, Ball Nation should should ride out or uh, this weekend tomorrow when Rick Barnes is in Fayetteville for the basketball game. I think he should slide on over to the baseball field and give give Dave Van Horn a two piece and a biscuit. Roll up on the Rick. Bah, bah, bah. I just, maybe 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 Tony Vitello needs to needs to join. Or join, or join the basketball team on the flight to Arkansas. No, I, I think we let the goons on the team roll out. We let Zakai Ziegler Mm-mm. roll on over there. Let ooh, I know. Let's let Uros. Yeah. yeah, let's get let's get Uros rolling over towards uh, the baseball stadium there in Fayetteville. Oh man, 
Stokes. What's up, meat stick? <laughs> Stokes, what is up, man? Got Stokes with us? Hold on. Make sure, make sure we got Stokes. Now we got, we got, we got Stokes. Oh, there, there he is. is. There's the meat stick. What? <laughs> Good morning, Stokes. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing? Man, we great, man. It's Friday. It's Opening Friday. Day. Yeah, it is. How about you? How about you? How about your boy over there in Arkansas, man? What's what's up with him, man? Why are you so mad? You got Tony Vitello know, on his mind. Stay mad. Stay mad. For those who did not see uh, Dave Van Horn meeting with the media yesterday to preview the weekend uh, for his team, Arkansas plays Illinois State this weekend, and he was asked if. Uh, about teams respecting the game and Illinois respecting Arkansas's program. And he said, other teams in this league have shenanigans that go on in the dugout. We just play baseball. Some teams, it's a little different. I don't I don't think it really has a place in baseball, maybe other sports. What an old fart. Is, is, is Illinois in uh, the SEC? No. So he took, he took that question that was meant to be about Illinois and the team he's playing and – Made it about, made it about Tennessee. Yes. Jeez. Rent free. And for those who do not remember, Tennessee and Arkansas got into it last year when Arkansas came to Knoxville. Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello had a little meeting of the minds after that third game on Sunday, and it was pretty visible that they were both upset with one another. And uh, Dave Van Horn, salty, still salty. Still salty. Man, if I'm Dave Van Horn, I got the number one team in the country last year for most of the, most of the season until they ran Cobb into the ground. And um, All I know is one team made it to the College World Series and the other didn't. Exactly, until they ran him into the ground and got beat by NC State. And uh, NC State got screwed out of opportunity to compete for a World Series. Um, mm-hmm. and so his decision is probably the reason why Arkansas did not make it as far as Tennessee. He has a lot of dudes coming back, you know, pick to be the top of the league again. Why he worried about old little Tennessee? I mean, they got a nice stadium. I mean, goodness gracious. Why he worried about old, old little Tennessee? Got Tennessee on his mind. 25 Tello. Why, why you worried about Tennessee for? We're not up Tony to Arkansas standard. Rent free. <laughs> We're getting there. We're going to get there. It's going to happen. Slowly and, uh, but surely. That's right. That's right. And it, and it starts with what's going on now with, with Vitello and this uh, this group of upstarts getting in people's heads and just sitting up rent-free and not leaving. I love it. Bleacher seat by bleacher seat. Seat back by seat back. Porch by porch. Tennessee baseball is going to gonna get there one day. And, and Stokes, the meat stick is a Tony Vitello saying a couple years ago he called the uh, opposing coach, if you remember, a meat stick in the dugout. Yeah, <laughs> Mike picked coach, it up. It? No, it, it, it was a non-conference game a couple years ago. I don't remember who it was against. It, it wasn't LSU, though. Okay. It wasn't LSU. Paul Maneri, the LSU coach, was butthurt because Tennessee fans were yelling at Trey Morgan all weekend. And uh, he called the the fans in the in the stadium classless or something along those lines 
or lacked a bunch of class or yeah. something like that. Classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleacher by bleacher, huh? How about slap bunt by slap bunt? <laughs> Shut up. Homer by Homer. <laughs> strikeout by strikeout. Stokes, did you see the Auburn Twitter account tweet <laughs> brick by brick? I did, and if they want to keep on taking L's, just let them keep on taking L's. My goodness. Bunch of meat sticks. I don't think how many people I can call that yeah. today. Uh, everybody but your wife and kids. Okay. So that I means they can call you one too. too sometimes. What'd you say? Kids can be meat sticks too sometimes. <laughs> Not today. Not today. It's Friday, man. I need, I need good vibes in the house to the weekend, man. <laughs> I need good vibes around here, man. I need a happy weekend. Don't even try that, Stokes. Don't even try. Oh, you're going to have a happy weekend. It's going to be a happy weekend. They're, well, they're not, they're not going to be like that this weekend. Everybody's going to be behaved. Everybody's going to be good. It's going to be relaxed. It's going to be nice. Hey, my, I got, you know, kids singing Rocky Top in the car thanks to the Tennessee basketball game. They can't stop singing it. We we good to go, man. Okay. We good to go. We ready for this basketball game um, tomorrow. There was not a basketball game yesterday. I'm, it's not. It was not one. Uh, that has been scrubbed from the memory. Been in black style. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, me either. So <laughs> we ready for the basketball game tomorrow. Positive vibes, good vibes only up in here. What about the one on Sunday? I'm gonna think about that one. I'm gonna think about that one. Oh, don't get me started on that one. You was, you, was re, you was real optimistic a couple of days ago about uh, about that post matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about optimistic. Well, you, you wasn't optimistic, but you was optimistic. <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> about that post matchup. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not. My my optimism went out the window uh, last night when Jordan Horston fell and appeared to seriously hurt her arm. They're, they're, they're going to be without Jordan Horston on, on Sunday against number one South Carolina on top of already playing poor basketball. Not a great combo. Not at all. I heard Stokes was going to go down there and check him out. Go see Ray Burrell. <laughs> oh, man. 865-255-03. Irish Network's hotline. Hour one is brought to you by Healer Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Stokes, man, it's just it's basketball and baseball, man, on Rocky Top right now. Well, it is a lot it's of exciting. Stuff going it's on, a, 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 yes, yeah, a lot of other things, but it is it is exciting. Baseball season starting up. Uh, we've been waiting since the World you know World Series tournament last year for this baseball season to come back around, and uh, very excited to see those guys take the mound, take the diamond, and see what they're going to do. Are they going to build off of the success they had last year? That's the big question. Are they going to, you know, ha- take a little bit of a step back? It's um, it's a big year. It's a really big year. Uh, a lot of momentum, and I just can't wait to see how it unfolds. And then bas- basketball team's red hot right now, and it's really fun to watch. All the hate that happened early in the season, uh, some of it was deserved, for sure. Some of the questions that were being asked were deserved. But right now, this team is playing well. They're playing hard, playing together. There's been a, uh, what are they, nine straight SEC wins? Eight. 
eight eight straight SEC wins. That's um, tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, right, exactly. And then exactly. 10 on Tuesday the against Conzo. The, and the last few have come by, what, nine-plus points? So that's uh, it's been a nice little stretch for Tennessee, and I, I'm excited to see them you know, hot at the right time, and hopefully they can continue that on into next Saturday. Did, did you hear, did you see the comments from the Arkansas baseball coach? No, I actually didn't see those comments. So this is uh, that was all news to me. When he, he, he already throwing that. shade at uh, Vitello, man. Already, the season has not started yet, and he's already subtweeting, passively aggressively. Is that did I say that right? Yes. Being passive aggressive towards Tony Vitello. I'm really curious. Other other than you know, get some W's against him. I wonder what Tony has done to that man like something personally i mean like seriously there's there's something there that's caused some legit animosity i don't think it's all baseball related no it well it it is but more about recruiting uh there was uh, an all-american that tennessee had a couple years ago auric salar salari and he was going to go to arkansas initially and out of high school and Tony Vitello, I believe, convinced him to go to JUCO. And then Tony gets the Tennessee job. And then Big Al comes to Tennessee. And then there's a, a new guy on this year's team, Logan Chambers, who is, is going to be a starter and just absolutely rakes at the plate. There's your baseball term that, that you love, Swain. Rakes at the plate. Mm-hmm. Just He's a hitting machine. And he was one of the top JUCO players in the country last year. He's from Arkansas and picked – Tennessee over Arkansas, and and so there there were some weird feelings there. Not not that Tony Vitello was doing something he shouldn't on the recruiting trail, but Dave Van Horn didn't like the the arrogance or, or the cockiness of last year's Tennessee baseball team and kind of how they acted on the field. And he he said something slick post game about it when when they got into it last year. And then, from my understanding. Tony rubbed in his face that he got Logan Chambers and and he didn't. So I mean it's nothing. It's it's all over silly stuff, but it it, it has come from uh, the recruiting trail and and some feelings there. I don't understand why Bob Barker is so hurt. <laughs> he does look just like him. I don't know why he's so hurt, man. <laughs> he's petty, man. He's petty. Like, like, he's upset. Stokes, think about, like, if football coaches got so butthurt over uh, losing a recruit in the SEC. It would be every other day that coaches would say something. This is pretty standard in the football world where you you recruit a player really hard and they break your heart, they go somewhere else, and the other coach probably does some sneaky underhanded stuff to to, negative recruit you. Or excuse me, negative recruit the kid and make up stuff or whatever. Like it, you just it's just part of it. It's part, of, you know, it's part of the course. Like you just move on and coach your team and you try to get the next player. But these dudes over here arguing over two or three players. My goodness, man, Bob Barker is really hurt. The price he, is wrong. He, he embarrasses himself every time he does this. Like it, it's this is worse than so. Remember when um. Ah, 
my mind really my mind just left me. Who was uh, Wisconsin's coach? They ended up coaching at uh, Arkansas for Brett Bielema. Brett, Brett Bielema talking about gentlemen's agreements and recruiting and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't this ready. Is, this is what uh, this is kind of what that reminds me of getting butt hurt over some some recruiting stuff. Like, look, man, it's recruiting. You're competing against each other. It's like you compete against each other on the diamond. Tony V just better, man. He's better. Like did 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 Van Horn not know that Tony was like this when he was hired by him and working at Arkansas? <laughs> so but, it's it's okay when it's when it's helping you, right? Or did Tony just like, like kind of the flip mode after he got the head no? Tony there? Tony has always been the way that Tony is, and this is how he was at Arkansas. <laughs> but like kind of like Stokes is is saying you 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 love him when he's doing it for you, but he goes and and does it elsewhere and. Right, and you're taking L's because of it. It's not all fun and games anymore. Exactly. So, so you don't just become, you know, slick like Tony V overnight. That, that's that's you've been that way. You was born that way. Exactly. Yeah. The way Tony Vitello is, that's how he has been. Like, there's that's just it. It's just yes. weird to me, man. What what you see with Tony Vitello publicly and during games is who he is. He is. He's like that behind the scenes. Not not always as intense, but the that's what the players see every day and, and those that interact with the program. That that is Tony V. What what you see is what you get. He he is not putting on a show like a Butch Jones. He he he's not a fraud like a Butch Jones. <laughs> what you see is what you get. He's sixty one years old. Drivers meat sticks when he gets cut off in traffic. <laughs> Uh, according to uh, Vol Till I Fall and Todd on the text box. What's up, man? Vol Till I Fall. I saw, I saw my man at the basketball game. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I know who that is, actually. Uh, he was my Uber driver one day. Ah, uh, yes. Picked me up. Had to go pick up my car. He had a nice little talk in the car about about NIL. Nice. Of all things. Anyways, they said that uh, the meat stick comment was that a Fresno State player, or the Fresno State coach, uh, a couple of years ago. Nice. Okay. Fresno State came all the way to Knoxville for baseball and got called a meat stick. <laughs> I remember it happening. I just couldn't remember who it was against. Right. That's, there's been so much drama. I mean, so, so much. much, so much drama around this baseball <laughs> team for because everybody gets butt hurt about them. Uh, yes. And I love it. Yes. And it's, it's fantastic. The, the funniest part is I, all the in state schools can't stand Tennessee. <laughs> MTSU, MTSU, ETSU, because those first two years, Tony got into it with everybody. (laughs) He hated losing to MTSU because he was at Tennessee that he would pop off at the mouth and not go over the top and embarrass himself. But he he just, he hated losing to MTSU and ETSU and, and schools like that because He's at the University of Tennessee. He should not be losing to those schools. And it right. it it grinded his gears, and he hated it, and, and it would boil over onto the field. And they, they had an exchange with MTSU several times. It, it's, the in-state schools can't stand Tennessee at the moment. It's pretty funny. I mean, he ain't wrong for feeling that way. Correct. No, a- absolutely. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll happen again this year. It will not surprise me at all if it happens this weekend. Tennessee went down to Georgia Southern. Ran their mouths all weekend. Got a little chippy with Southern last year. Southern was, was chippy with them as well. And uh, Tennessee won that series, swept them. And Southern's going to 
remember that this weekend. And they're remember old, it. Take a picture. They're old boy, Chase Dolander, who transferred <laughs> to Tennessee, one of the best young pitchers in the country. He's pitching for Tennessee against them this weekend. So uh, nice. th- there will be some fireworks this weekend as well. Anytime Drew Gilbert is on a baseball field, you yes. can expect fireworks. It's you know, really as simple right. as that. You know what? I'm getting an NIL Drew Gilbert T-shirt. What are you? At? What I'm, are you I'm rocking mine right now. The alumni Hall. Let me see yours. Let me see. Let me see. Take it out. Take it out. Let me see. Cut that interest. Slow down. Slow your roll, buddy. How about bad? I got excited. <laughs> Just a jersey. Says Gilbert on the back. Yeah. Got a name on the back. <sighs> I know. I know. You you I hate know, it. Man. Stokes hates it. Oh man. I don't know Stokes. Ah. Oh man. I don't know. <laughs> like I want to support him, but I don't know. <laughs> oh man! You get the, uh, the Batflip King shirt. The alumni hall has the Bat Batflip King shirt. Oh okay, okay. You can okay. get that I'll one. Roll with that one. I know y'all are insecure in your masculinity, but uh, they they do have the the Batflip King shirts there at alumni hall as well. I was in there yesterday. The wife and I going to the Houston in a in a couple of weeks and had to pick her up some uh, Tennessee baseball shirts to rock at the games. You ain't slick, man. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to be slick. I can say it again if you want. No, I'm good. I, I know y'all are insecure in your masculinity and, and can't wear somebody else's name on the on, on your back as if that just diminishes your manhood and takes your, your man card away. No, but no, they, not they that. Do, they, they do have uh, other other possibilities at, at Alumni Hall. Yeah, I had to get the bat, the bat, the bat flip king. I might, have to, I might have to roll with one of those NIL shirts, man. Maybe one day I'll get, I'll get over. But that shirt is nice. <laughs> It is. Why, why you got it? Why you uh got it underneath? Because it was thirty four degrees this morning. It's not thirty four degrees up in here. Oh, I'm trust me, I know. I'm starting to get a little hot over here. My sweatshirt was was soon to be coming off. You you try to interesting. It's like you treat it like a sauna in here. It's all the lights and all the equipment and <laughs> electricity produces heat. Yeah, it's I mean, real hot in here. Also, I mean the the rooms right next to the to the furnace too. Um, so that's part of it, but yeah, man, it gets, it gets hot in her. Well, I, I, I think it's a good thing. We, we sit here and we talk for three hours and at the same time we're losing weight. I guess you can look at it that way. It's like doing radio in a sauna. I guess I ain't talking enough. <laughs> 865-255-03. This, this is, this is, this is why it's hard for some folks to just get on board with the game, man, because you, you're not supposed to be happy if you hit a home run. You're supposed to you're supposed to treat it like you're at the library or something. Like you you can't celebrate in baseball without hurting the other team's feelings. So stupid. It's it's ridiculous. In basketball, you make a three, three, yeah, yeah, three rifle, yeah. Like like you celebrate every time you make a three. You dunk. Oh my goodness, you got a mean mug. You got a mean mug. As long as you don't do what Shaq did to Chris Dudley and push him down on the ground, you okay. But, like, <laughs> football, you make a play. First down. Sack. Get up and flex. Touchdown. You got you got to do the gritty. You got to do whatever Cedric Tillman and Bayless Jones was doing. Do that. Soul train line. Whatever. Like, it's, it's supposed to be fun. Don't get me started with soccer, man. They be sliding. Everything look like a rock and roll concert. Taking the shirt off. Yeah, taking the shirt off. Who was that? Chris, what's the name? Chastain? I'm couple, sorry, A couple what? years ago in the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, she took the oh. shirt off. Stokes, I know you remember. Wasn't it's it? probably one of your yeah. highlights of your life. I thought, 
<laughs> I don't watch soccer, but yes, I remember that. It was Rapino, wasn't it? That. Megan Rapino? No, that wasn't her. She didn't do that. I'm pretty sure at one point no. you may, it, it may not. It was not her. Okay, it may not have Before been the, that, the one you're thinking of, but I'm pretty sure she Rapino did it at one point. Swain and I were like young when this. Brandy like, Chastain, oh. she's the one who did yes, it. I think Rapino did it. Anybody think about Rapino? Stop. I I, no, I understand, no, but no, I'm no, saying no, that she no, took no, her shirt off in the Olympics a couple years ago. I know Stokes was like, "Hey, you on this?" I don't, I don't see that. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying she did do it a couple years ago. We're on that. We're on that. We're on that. Stuff. I missed it. I was I was making breakfast. Stokes was too busy watching volleyball, softball. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. I think it's time to take a break. It's time. It's time to take a break. <laughs> it is Friday here on the Swain event. Dave Van Horn, already, the old fart. Already thinking about Sunny Valentello. Price is wrong, Dave. It is so wrong. So I didn't even come up with a diss track. I need a diss track. His diss track is getting to Omaha when he can't. Look at that, man. Arkansas. I know, like, I know you're mad. I know you're mad. Number one all year long. Just a beautiful, beautiful stadium. So I mean, it is. It's a beautiful stadium. I'm not going to hate. I'm, I'm willing to admit it. Look at that. It's beautiful. Ash was at home, though. <laughs> Watch it. Watching everybody else play in the World Series. And if I'm Kevin Cox, I'm pressing charges, man. I'm pressing charges against Dave Van Horn. He's trying to ruin my career. Trying to get me hurt. 865-255-03. We'll take our first break of the day. Swain Event, Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Don't miss Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union's President's Day Special. Take advantage of these incredible rates. We're offering auto, recreational, and refinancing loans as low as 1.90% APR. This amazing rate is only available from February 14th through the 25th. You don't want to miss this limited time offer because after the 25th, rates will go back up. Apply in branch or online at atfcu.com. Get this rate before it's gone and celebrate President's Day with incredible savings. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is here to help bring your dreams within reach. So, if you're looking for financing for a new vehicle or looking to finance a home improvement project, ATFCU is here with a variety of affordable loan options that bring your dreams to life. Don't miss this opportunity. Sign up during our President's Day special and get a loan for as low as 1.90% APR. Take advantage of these incredible rates. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is the clear choice. Your less red tape banking alternative. An equal housing lender annual percentage rate. Terms and conditions apply subject to credit approval. The rate you qualify for is determined by your creditworthiness. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street 
online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Seth Stokes, live on the Irish Network's hotline. Let's bring in Tyler from Chat, who's also on the Irish Network's hotline. Tyler, good morning. Hello, good morning. How are we feeling? Man, we're we feeling great, man. We're blessed. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. It's Friday. Uh, baseball season kicked off today. I'm super stoked, so... I can't be much better right now. Seth is also stoked. <laughs> <laughs> is that true, Seth? Uh, always. Always. <laughs> in my name. True. Hey, well, I just had a, a few comments about baseball, and then I had a question, uh, I think, for probably more for Ben. But, probably. Um, I think one thing I'm super excited about this team is their pitching depth. Um, ben, maybe – can pitch in on this too um no pun intended there um <laughs> but uh i think this year they have especially with our injuries i think they're going to be able to provide a lot more depth later on in the season um i know they lost two of their on paper to their starters but um we got you're bringing in chase burns who's got a to me a surprise start but everything is saying that he's got a electric arm um you bring in joe lander um, you'll have Titty when he's back. Yes, um, And then to me, I think the biggest thing is the bullpen. Um, I feel like last year we were kind of short um, with – I feel like it was kind of a three-man team with Connell, um, Hunley, and, and Walsh. But I feel when you get Halverson back, uh, you add in Ben Joyce, who's healthy this year. Um, you bring back Walsh, bring back Connell, um, and then hopefully you, you have a young – maybe stud that's been in the system um 
I don't know, Ben. I don't know. How do you feel about our, our pitching depth? I, I I think you're pretty spot spot on there, my friend. Um, I I like the depth if they can get healthy, and I like it if guys who have the potential to be great or really good, if they live up to that potential. There, there are a lot of question marks. Like Chase Burns, I think that he will be in the running for SEC Freshman of the Year, but he has not pitched at this level just yet, so uh, you don't know for sure what you're going to get out of him, but I, I would be stunned if he pitched poorly. Same with Chase Dolander. Uh, he, he's going to have a terrific year. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Uh, ben Joyce, he's the guy that hit 103 on the gun a couple of weeks ago in a bullpen, but he's coming back from Tommy John, and this is going to be his first season going through SEC play. Ethan Smith, the Vandy transfer, he looked good when he did pitch at Vandy, but he didn't pitch a ton. So how, how does he look pitching all the time? And then even some of those other names that you mentioned, they'll, they'll have bigger roles this year. So I, I think you hit the nail on the head, but I, I do also think that there's some question marks just in, until they prove it. Uh, but the, the main thing is they just got to get healthy. And, and once they get healthy, they should be fine. And at, at the end of the day, you should always have belief in a Frank Anderson pitching staff. He, he's always going to have his guys ready to go. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and I know you can never have enough pitching. So correct. Um, and what do you, what did you think about the Chase Burns uh, start? Do you think that's kind of a more of a beginning of the year throw him in the fire, see how he handles the pressure, being a Friday night starter, or do you think they think that highly of him to be that Friday night guy? I think it's a little bit of a mix of Blake Tidwell being hurt, and also what the staff thinks of him because they they could have rolled with. Chase Dolander or a Mark McLaughlin who has some starting experience. There, there are other guys with a little more experience in, in college baseball that, that could have started, but it, it part of it is Blake Tidwell being hurt. Camden Sewell being hurt as well. He probably would have filled in for Blade this weekend, but it's also what they think of, of Chase Burns. They, they think his mindset is just another level for a true freshman. And, and they think he's going to have a tremendous year. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Well, I got one last question, um, and then I'll hop off. Um, left field. Who who do you think there? Um, I've got a name that I think a lot of people are kind of, uh, I guess, maybe not sleeping on, but um, who I would like to see there. Um, but I was just curious, who do you think um, starts off at left? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, until two weeks ago, I thought it was going to be Kyle Booker. Uh, the the sophomore, and I I still think it'll be Kyle Booker out there in left field, but when Tony met with the media two, two and a half weeks ago to open up the season, he kind of hinted at Kyle struggling uh, in, in January and, and that he kind of needed to, to break out of that slump. Uh, at least that's what I thought he was hinting at. Uh, so he's definitely going to get his shot out there in left, and, and Tony talked about him just kind of when the lights come on, he just tends to produce. That's what took place last year. So he'll have his opportunities for sure. You could also see Logan Chambers out there in left field, the, the Juco signee that I mentioned off the top of the show that Dave Van Horn was butthurt about losing to Tennessee. He He's just been a, a hitting machine, and he'll constantly be in the lineup. It's just a matter of, of where. He could play left field. He could play second base. He could play third, third base. He could DH. He could play first base. Uh, but he could be out there in left field. And then uh, a sneaky underrated one, is Seth Stevenson, who many think as a middle infielder, 
but he could also get some run out there in, in left field. And he's going to be the second fastest guy in the SEC this year behind Enrique Bradfield Jr. at Vanderbilt. So, so there's three guys for you. And then uh, Christian Scott, who is a, a veteran and a, a really good third or fourth outfielder for Tennessee, he, he could find his way as a starting left fielder if, if some of those other guys struggle. So there's a lot of names. And I, I think that you'll see a lot of guys get opportunities this weekend. You'll have a different lineup each day this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I know it'll be early. Um, but, yeah, Kyle Booker was kind of the one I was thinking of, and I didn't know if I like his swing that I saw last year, and he seems like he plays with some fire. It just I don't, I didn't hear a lot of buzz at him, so I don't know if it was something defensively that he wasn't getting it done with, if it was offensively, or, if, you know, maybe it was just Vitello just out-recruited him and, um, you know, just a fact of bringing in more talent. But um, appreciate you guys. Um, I'll hop off and, and listen and enjoy the show. Diamond Vol Podcast. That's right. Got a little taste of that right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you posted the latest episode right there on uh, the, the the Swain event platform. So those that are getting ready for Tennessee baseball, got a little preview right there, Ben. I'm telling you, Ben McKee is the go-to. I'm just trying to be like you. No, 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 no. The, the Harold Reynolds of uh, Tennessee baseball. <laughs> yeah, well, you, yeah, you, you, Tim Kirkshire. <laughs> Kirkin of uh, Tennessee baseball, man. Buster, Buster you want to be you, you don't want to be Tim. Well, I, I don't want to be Buster either. I don't want to be Buster Oni either. I love Buster Oni. I love his work, but he went to Vanderbilt, and he loves Vanderbilt baseball. So no, 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 I, no. I, I reconsidered after I said that to you off air yesterday and said, you know what? I'll, I'll, let me be Jeff Passan or, or Tim Kirkin. Jeff Passan looked like 13 years old. Yeah, but he's cool. I like I like his personality. Okay, cool. <laughs> That was a little preview, folks. Yep. Your go-to okay. guy. You're too kind. You're too I'm kind. Ben's biggest baseball hype man. <laughs> I don't know that my head's going to fit out the door when uh, when I leave today. So, I mean, that's that's my job. When it comes to Tennessee baseball, it's it's just a hype being up. That's that's my job. Just hype being up. You're such a, a great version of Urosh. I, I just appreciate you so much. That's why, that's so why, kind. That's, that's why I love Urosh. That's why I think he's the best teammate. I'm trying to be like him. <laughs> But yeah, go check out that podcast, Diamond Vols podcast, Ben McKee. This is not just something that started this year because Tennessee baseball was was good last year. Ben has been covering Tennessee baseball team when nobody cared about Tennessee baseball. Quite frankly, nobody cared about Tennessee baseball. Ben was there in the stands. He was there watching team huddle up at the mound. (laughs) He was watching it. He was there. A lot of huddling. A lot of huddling, man. A lot of huddling. Lot of huddling. And, and now Tennessee baseball is popping. Tony Vitello is popular. Um, there's a lot of excitement. Ben's been there since day one. So make sure that anything Tennessee baseball, you, 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 you reach out to Ben, you listen to Ben, and Tyler in Chattanooga is smart. He knows. See how Ben was snapped off those answers? <laughs> Tyler couldn't stop asking, asking questions. He wanted more. Ben gave it to him. That's right. John K says, dang, do I listen to Ben's podcast with a Swain event this morning? <laughs> Swain, you got some competition. I mean, you do what you want to do, John K. Ben getting it done. Tremel said, he the truth with the baseball-ish. Ran. All right, all right. That's enough pumping me up. Nah, man. Good you job, Ben. <laughs> y'all y'all started to make me feel uncomfortable. Too, y'all be too nice. Go back to being mean to me. Pick it on me. You more comfortable 
Mm-hmm. Are you more comfortable when we picking on you? No. Say, don't don't ask for something you ain't prepared to receive. <laughs> oh, I, I I mean I just expect it. I know Volstorm will call in in about an hour and put me back in my place. It's all good. Vol fan says, no, say a prayer for uh, Jordan Horston because the injury last night looked really bad. This late Vols team has been hit hard this year. Uh, Marta Suarez out, Ray Burrell out twelve games, Keen Green out for the year, Jordan Horston likely out for the year. There's a lot to overcome. It might be a good idea to watch. Not to watch the South Carolina game on Sunday, and everyone should just readjust their expectations. Injuries are part of a game, and um, part of, of of pursuing excellence at the end of the season and reaching the goals. Some of it comes with luck. Some of it comes with luck. You got to be lucky in a lot of cases. It's hard to win a championship or compete for a championship at a high level, or have a great season without some form of luck and. Um, you know, injuries are part of the game, and you can become unlucky with those. And Tennessee Lady Balls, they've been unlucky with some of those injuries. So um, there's been times where the intensity wasn't there, the fire wasn't there, but most of the time it, it has been. There has been a jump in in the culture. There has been a jump in um, rebounding and, and defensive uh, intensity this this season, and um, you're still not there yet. Still not there yet, but a whole lot further along than we were last year, the year before. So, you know, Kelly Harper's doing a good job. Um, just hate losing to both Alabama teams. <sighs> Being someone from Alabama, that, that stinks. But I don't want to talk about it. In, in, injuries are can be uh, devastating to to a team, especially if they are a key key player from an emotional standpoint, like Keen Green. Um, now Jordan Horston, Tennessee's best player, and she has been all season long. Um, you know, she probably is going to be out for a little bit. So it's tough. It's really, really tough. So, Vol fan, you, you spot on there. <laughs> Downtown Vol said Swain <laughs> is the black Urosh. He's Urosh Swainvich. I guess. Uh, Stokes, there hasn't been much going on with football. The last couple of weeks, yeah. which which is a good thing, maybe not for us radio and podcast folks, but it, it is a good thing for for Tennessee and in general, based off of how the last decade or so has gone. But how about, ten- we, how about we how about we start some rumor that the NIL is terrible? That get people going. No, that's for other frauds <laughs> in in Knoxville. But Tennessee actually did make the headlines earlier this week, folks. I don't know if you saw, but a story written on everything Tennessee is doing in in the NIL world with its collective, and literally everybody across America was discussing it. Paul Feinbaum's show, Bruce Feldman's podcast, radio hits all over the place, and Swain and I had a conversation yesterday about, do, do we like that that Tennessee's blueprint is is, is being put out there like that and in, in all across America? What, what do you kind of think of that? It's a double-edged sword. Um, you mm-hmm. want to, you know, the, getting the word out is going to help in recruiting and, and help with, uh, you know, the NIL stuff and maybe some other businesses and everything. Um, hop on board and other people donate and everything. So it, it does have its positivity. But the other side of that is, well, now everybody else knows what Tennessee's been doing. Um, and they can kind of copy that to an extent. And uh, that's to be expected. I mean, recruiting 
it's it's all keeping up with the Joneses. Um, and and when when it get word gets out that one team's doing this and they're having some success, other teams are going to try to emulate that so they can have some success. That's that's part of the game. Um, so it, it's a double edged sword. It's it's I I don't I don't hate it. I don't like it. Just keep finding some success on the field, keep finding success in the recruiting trail. Um, just, you know, keep coming up with new and innovative ways to make this, uh, NIL thing work for you. And, and it'll all, it'll all shake out in the end. Um, it's just important that, uh, what we said here on the show many, many times is, uh, everybody involved with recruiting has to be real. You can't be fake. Everything's got to be real and, and it'll all, it'll all be okay. And that includes the NIL stuff. Just, you just keep it real, keep it, you know, above board, and everything will be good. Yeah. I mean, these these dudes are the experts. They're they're mm-hmm. sharp. They're sharp as a tack. And I think it's a reason. I think it's a strategic reason of why um, that interview was done and, and, and why uh, after all this time, after all these months of, of building, now is the time where you do the interview and, and – get that that national attention you get the conversation about you sitting around you and, and jay billis has been freaking phenomenal um you know there's there's folks who still haven't wrapped their hands around the fact that it's legal for players to profit off name in image and likeness like there's some folks who are like uh legalized cheating and jay billis is like that don't even make any sense Mm-hmm. That's like he was like that's that's like legalized speeding. It's either against the laws or not. It's not illegal legalized um, cheating. Using the NIL as part of recruiting, we all knew it was going to happen. But if you do it above board, you're good. And what has happened is in, the infrastructure was built so that way it could be done above board. Not just saying, all right, come here and we just gonna drop you this bag right now, and you ain't even you haven't even done anything yet. And you you can't point to services that they have performed or anything that they have done. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. This is why the NCAA said they've already looked and start looking into some, you know, some big NIL um, deals. But if you have your ducks in a row, you have built the infrastructure the right way. You like Spire, you don't talk about it. Whatever. I think. I think those guys are not talking unless we knew that it would help get the word out about, about recruiting. And Tennessee's going to be in a battle with um, some big schools this year for what we think will be the year that Tennessee possibly gets their franchise quarterback. So March you, is going to be a big month. Yeah, you you, you got to go all out. Beginning of March, that, that March 5th, Junior Day, Nico and his entire family is going to be in town for three days around there and, and trying to get a feel for things. And, and Dante Moore, the, the quarterback up from Detroit at Martin Luther King High School, where Tim Banks also graduated high school, uh, he's going to be in town. So that that's a, a big, big month for, for Tennessee to show off and, and flex the guns. Come on, weather be nice. Come on, <laughs> weather be nice. I know that's right. This weekend? I know that's right. This weekend? I mean, I hope it rained enough yesterday. Last How about it, that weekend in March, early March. Oh yeah, that's right, early March. No forecast for that. I'm sure they've got like a 28 day forecast uh, that, yeah. that you can look my, at. Oh, uh, you know it's gonna be wrong. Keeping my fingers crossed. 
you know it's gonna be wrong. Like two days ago, it was, it was like it was seventy degrees. Right now, it's 30, 35. It's Knoxville, so if if you, if you can't even count on a seven day right. forecast, you would not even try to count on a twenty eight day <laughs> forecast. No, you're absolutely right. But Stokes is absolutely right as well. My parents were in town last weekend, and we had nothing but sunshine and in the upper fifties, and it felt like mid 60s with with the sun out and and no wind blowing and the vibes across knoxville were immaculate we we were in west knoxville the middle of knoxville we were on campus we were downtown we were in south knoxville i mean it it just felt glorious everywhere we went and nico and his family they they want to get a vibe for the city and if it's a weekend how it was last weekend when my parents were here then I, I don't know how you don't fall in love with Knoxville and East Tennessee. And I, my look, my, my parents are from the South. They, they grew up in the state of Tennessee. So it's a, it's a little bit different for us compared to Nico's family who did not grow up in the South. So maybe they won't appreciate it as, as much as we do because there are cultural differences. I, I recognize that. But, I, I, again, I still don't – if it's a pretty weekend like Stokes is wishing for, then I, I don't know how you don't enjoy the vibes around Knoxville. I mean, he's from California, so he should be used to good weather. And um, I, I think weather is a great point that you, that you brought up because um, you, you're just happier when it's, when it's sunny outside. Yeah. And, and um, when it's rainy and gloomy and doomy, it's it just it just it puts a damper on, on your on your energy and, and how you're feeling. And I remember my, my one time being at Ohio State, and I didn't see the sun the whole weekend. I was there. I was like, why would anybody want to live up here? Depressing. <laughs> like, I didn't see the sun one time. I was there Friday, Saturday. I left out on Sunday. Not one time did I see the sun. I did see Eddie George in his, rest- in his restaurant. That was right before Urban Meyer um, got the job and people speculating about him getting the job. But, like, why would anybody want to live up there? So, Bring on the sun. Come on. I went up there in March a couple of years ago when Tennessee was playing up there in the, the NCAA tournament when they played that toothpaste school. What was it named? Colgate? Colgate. And, and then they played Iowa. And it was just dark the whole time. Dark and cold. And it, it was obviously wintertime in March, but still, just miserable up there. So, got to go all out, man. I mean, if you want if you, if you to compete for a championship and – and, and you want to get studs at the quarterback position, I mean, look around the country. And you don't get studs by, by sending them nice postcards and cool recruiting graphics. You got to put in that work and be willing to do things that are a little bit outside of um, outside the box. So I, I just prefer moving solid. But I am not the expert when it comes to what's going on right now. And uh, I'm not in those those – those meetings um i'm not having those conversations you know i am made aware uh, of things going on when i ask but like i'm not out there asking every single day and i'm not being updated every single day but i i have a good feeling what's going on um i trust what the experts are are doing i trust what those guys uh, are doing over there Spire. they've done an awesome job they have they have worked harder than the freaking coaches when it comes to building this thing. And every step and that they've made has been a positive step. That They have not misstepped this this entire time. Even when people were doubting them and not wanting to believe what people were saying that knew what was going on, they, they've made the correct step all, 
all along the way. Yep. So really no reason to to doubt them now. Yep, yep. 865-255-03. Jeffrey Moore says, Nikhil's family will love it. Half of California is moving here anyway, so they'll know people. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey would know. (laughs) She would. She would know. She is our Swain Event real estate agent. She would know. And, man, I was a dead end a couple months ago when I was sitting next to a a table and uh, had the whole family there. And um, he just kind of turned up, turned around. I was like, man. Just not used to you know, having brisket really available where I'm from. <laughs> I was like, "Where you from?" He's like, "California." I was like, "Oh yeah, He's like, yeah." You know, move, we're moving here, and man, just just can't wait to get here. We just love it here, and yeah, a lot of a lot of people move from 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 California to to Tennessee, and I do know that Nico's family loved like loved the area when they came for the Vanderbilt game. They loved it. So good, good. How can you not like something is wrong with you? Something doesn't tick right with you if you don't. Quite frankly, Marty Smith said he loved the East Tennessee Mountains. Uh, folks, folks, uh, back on to loving Marty. No, him. he said he loved East Tennessee Mountains, but folks was in his mentions roasting yeah, him, roasting him. You know, I mean, you know how folks are. They ain't gonna unfairly. Let that go. I love me some Marty Smith. They ain't gonna let that go. We lead that sweet old Miss game. <laughs> they ain't gonna tear. Not gonna let that go at all. Uh, folks, so petty. Never. They're not gonna let it go with him. They're not gonna let it go with other. None of them. No, they are not going to let that go. Good, good luck. Now we need to get Jennifer linked up with Seth Stokes and, and Stokes' wife. Get Stokes back to Knoxville. Stokes ain't no five-star quarterback. But he's a five-star person. That is right. With he a is, five-star heart. You do, That is correct. Stokes does, definitely has a five-star heart. That, that, I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. That, it, it was meant this one. That, okay, even though I, I I know where that came from, <laughs> I'm gonna take it as a compliment. Man, that in itself is worth twenty five dollars a month nil deal right there. Just having a five star heart. <laughs> at least take care of his gas for the month. Yeah. Eh, okay, a hundred dollars a month nil deal for Stokes for having a five star heart. That's <laughs> a good. Appreciate it. Yeah, that is that's good. But all right, Stokes. People want to know, man, what you drinking on? People been following you, Stokes. They've been waiting on you to tell them. What the drink, man? Like they don't, they, they, like they don't have a mind of their own. They they want right. you to tell them. The expert, you the expert. So what's what's so, what's on tap for this weekend? Well, I'm I'm still finishing up all the stuff I bought from last weekend. I didn't get all the way through it. Um, so oh. if if you didn't see my tweet uh, from Saturday night after I picked up a bunch of stuff for uh, for last weekend, I picked up um, an IPA called uh, Ice Cubes of Pimp um, by Southern Range Brewing. Um, it's delicious. I highly recommend it. It's really fantastic. Um, picked up a, uh, a brown ale. It was uh, maple coffee cream. Um, it was pretty good. Not my favorite, um, but uh, not still not a, a, a bad one. And then there was a, not a, a local to Greenville, but local to the upstate here in South Carolina, um, Amor Artis Brewing. Uh, they had a, a Janie's Oatmeal Raisin Cookie. And it was uh, it was pretty good, not not bad at all. Uh, my favorite of the bunch was the IPA. Um, again, those are those are the three that I, I still have in the fridge right now. A couple of each one. Um, so I, I got to see what else is out there. But that's that's what I ended up going with last weekend, and what's in the the beer fridge right now. Oatmeal cookie. 
Oatmeal raisin cookie is the best cookie. It's the goat cookie. I mean, it's a good cookie, but like, uh, you said it's the goat cookie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Stokes, it's good. Oh, I like cookie? them, but absolutely, they're not better than sugar cookies or or chocolate mm, chip cookies. Plain old sugar cookies. Plain old sugar cookies. Oh, I'm disappointed Come in on, you, Stokes. Oatmeal raisin cookie is the best. Peanut butter cookie. You put raisins second. in your potato salad too? Mm? Heck no. So y'all just gonna forget about Snickerdoodle? Like that. That's what we do. Oh, I love me some Snickerdoodle. That's what we do. Snickerdoodle is my third. What's your second? Peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I, I like peanut butter as well. I like oatmeal raisin. It's just like if, mm, if you if you're giving me all these other choices, I'm I'm not picking up oatmeal raisin. It's time for a poll. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> oatmeal raisin. The- Oatmeal raisin is the goat, huh? I wish you could have seen yeah. my face when uh, you, you tweeted at us last weekend what you were drinking. And I was like, uh-huh. they make this stuff? Like, you, oh, yeah. you can find all this stuff? Yeah. I, I had one. I've got one can of it in the fridge because I've given the others away to, to guess who's been over because I won't drink it. And it is pretty rare when I find a beer that I just absolutely will not drink. I've had beers that I'm not a fan of, but it's in the fridge. I paid for it. I'm going to drink it. This one, I will not. And I can't remember the brewery, but it's called Hop Cakes. And it's like a a pancake-flavored IPA, and it's disgusting. I mean, it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever had in my life. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that all the stuff that you are mentioning is just readily available at the store. I, I believe you're getting this stuff off the black market. No, I'm, I, that stuff I got from, so we have a North Carolina, South Carolina, have this grocery store chain called, called Lowe's Foods. Um, they've got a really, really cool craft beer selection. Um, some of that stuff you could probably find though at, at, at a couple of the, the grocery stores or at, at some, some craft beer spots, uh, you know, there in, in, in Knoxville. I know a, a listener of the show, Michael Green frequents a couple of those places. He could definitely point you in, in the right direction. Oh, I'm sure he and, can. And, he can throw them back. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, so they're 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 available. They're available now. Distribution for some of the small breweries might not be um, up to snuff. So it may be in-state only kind of thing. Um, and like there's stuff there in Knoxville that I can't get out here. I I can only get when I come to Knoxville. But uh, but yeah, it, it's they're they're out there. You just gotta you just gotta find them. Check out those little uh, you know, little tap rooms and. And uh, places like that, and you'll find all kinds of fun stuff. Stokes, always fun, always great to have you on. Thank you so much for for joining us on a Friday. We look forward to doing it again, and uh, we will oh, yeah. talk to you soon. Be careful this weekend. Uh, send send our love to to the wifey and the kids, and uh, we'll talk to you here in a couple couple days, maybe even a couple hours. Yes, sir. Sounds like a plan. Don't My be, don't be a meat weekend. stick this weekend. I'll try not to. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, Stokes, man. Seth Stokes you as well, ben. here you as well, ben. on the Irish Networks hotline. Let's um, <laughs> let's let's go to the phones before we take a top of our break. And speaking uh, of meat sticks, let's get to Dave Tona. Dave Tona, good morning. What's up, meat sticks? What's <laughs> hi? My how name you, is. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Yep. Hey, I just want to say something. Ben McKee is the Dickie V of Tennessee. He is a dick of 
he he is a he is a Dicky V of Tennessee. That's correct. Oh, I wasn't right ready. I wasn't ready for it either. I almost dropped my phone. Well, I, I mean, Dick is, Dick is short is short for Dicky. So yeah, he's a Dicky V in Tennessee in baseball. See, man, I got your back, man. You can get slapped during this break. All right. <laughs> hey, that caller from uh, was he from Chattanooga? Mm-hmm. The, the baseball caller. Yes. Good talk. Good talk. Thanks. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to jump off. Have See, a good weekend, my friend. Jeffrey Moore says, I like you, Stokes, but oatmeal raisins is a grandpa of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good comparison. Reducing way. Stokes' NIL deal to $75 a month after that oatmeal raisin goat comment. <laughs> King Vol says, goat cookie is definitely chocolate chip, but love raspberry cheesecake cookie. Oh, those are good. Yeah, those are good. Um, is there a cookie that you don't like? There's not really one that I, I don't like. I'll, I'll eat all of them. I don't like. I don't like that. That's a problem too. I don't like chocolate cookies. That you, but you don't like chocolate. But chocolate chip cookies are cool. I just don't like the chocolate, like the big old brown cookies. That well, Mm-mm. I consider that a brownie, anyways. Pretty much, it's a brownie. I don't. I don't do that. Texan Vol says, "You know, football is quiet when we are about to start a poll on cookies." Great <laughs> job, hype. Well, I mean, it is off season. It is off season. So we start. Oh, we start a rumor. Josh Heupel was fighting in the alley. Beat up some little kids. He was wearing Bama t-shirts. We start that rumor and talk about that. Oatmeal raisin is the only correct answer for the number one spot, according to Five Cent Vol. Espresso Vol says oatmeal raisin beer is the get off of my lawn of all beers. Next, he will drink distilled prune juice. Stokes with oatmeal raisin as goat cookie is more like the bready hope of cookies. Trash. I like oatmeal raisin cookies. I ain't gonna even lie. You don't like them? I do like them. Oh, you do? I do too. They're just not my favorite. They're far from my favorite. I mean, replace the raisins with some cranberries. Hey. Oh, okay. Well, that, now that's hey, one. Hey, I, hey, now. I'm not a big cranberry guy. Hey, now. Now you're doing something. I'll, I'll still eat them because I'm a pig and I love cookies. You cookie monster? I, I am a cookie monster. No, no, no. I know that's right. I thought you was the Dickie V of Tennessee. I'm 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 the everything. I'm a Swiss Army knife. I, I'm the I'm the Josiah Jordan James of Knoxville. I I I dabble in everything, anything and everything. Dickie V of Tennessee. <laughs> Dayton was on hold that long <laughs> to, to drop that one. That's because Dayton's the goat. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three hour two coming up. <laughs> 